Hey folkers, Rambler here. That was, of course, the comforting hum of diesel engines. I am at a rest stop, rest area in Iowa. I believe this is the first one on Interstate 80 heading west after the Mississippi River, which happens to be the um, the border, Mississippi River, when you go over it. That's the border between Illinois and Iowa. Two states, two neighboring states that start with the letter I. Just pulling out of said rest area. This is a really nice one. I'm not sure what you can tell about a state just by looking at their rest areas, but Iowa has nice rest areas. There is some Wi-Fi in there, and I believe every rest area in Iowa has Wi-Fi, or I could be wrong. Maybe it's just the ones on Interstate 80, which cuts across, pretty much in a straight line across Iowa. So, my goal today to stay on track with my logistical plan is to get to Des Moines, Iowa, or further. So today I, I woke up in a really comfy, nice sleeping position on the passenger seat in this Honda HRV. In what I think is actually the nicest rest area for sleeping, or the, the nicest rest area to sleep maybe I've ever had. And so yesterday I got into Michigan, and yesterday my goal was Lansing, Michigan. And my navigation, my offline maps navigation app, accidentally brought me to um, through Ann Arbor rather than Lansing. And Lansing was my goal, but anyway, I got to I got past Ann Arbor and Lansing and started yawning like 11:30 yesterday night, and then. I actually drank a couple of seltzer beverages that I had uh, purchased for myself. Just sort of musing. I had issues with charging my battery on this phone. So just pretty much had myself to uh, wind down with. It's kind of funny though, I was yawning while on the road, which is my typically my signal to start going to sleep, to find somewhere to sleep. But then when I got to the rest area, I was just kind of chilling and was wide awake, but just sort of musing. And so I so I parked in a nice kind of dark area of a rest area, and it's with the vehicle pointing off to what kind of looked like a forest thicket or like a meadow. And uh, there was a lot of... Uh, calming sort of insect noises and then well across the other side of the uh, rest
rest area, just a small area for trucks, just a few trucks, but that calming sort of hum of uh, diesel engines idling in the background. It's the middle of summer, not sure why they had to idle, maybe some of them have to keep cargo cold, but, uh, but yeah, I was kind of just facing out and you could see some lightning bugs, and I just love this summer, and never really saw lightning bugs, so I came out here, it's just it was a magical part of the summer, and uh, just like the other side, the sound of the frogs and insects, and just chilling, and then when I went to sleep, to go to sleep, I went to the back passenger door, and I flipped the seat down, to see the situation there, what it would be like with the seats down to sleep in the back, and then when I flipped the seat down, I realized there was actually comforter and a pillow right behind it. So I gave up on that idea, uh, partly because there was cargo in the back so I couldn't flip the seats all down, but uh, I just decided to instead recline the passenger seat and sleep with the comforter and the pillow, which was awesome. It was actually super comfy. Not a lot of passenger seats are all that comfy, but this one was fine and just lulled the sleep. And I for once on the road, you know, like, woke up feeling pretty good. Pretty re Still, of course, took me a little while to get out of groggy. I made some kind of questionable decisions early in the morning before I... But, uh, yeah, I went into Kalamazoo a few minutes down the road. And I've actually met some people from Kalamazoo in Canada, I think. And I always remember the name of that river the Enbridge Company's uh, pipeline spilled oil into that river, or bitumen actually, into that river, and it was a, it was a mess. So I went into, yeah, I went into Kalamazoo and uh, I took a little river walk. It's, it's called Mayor's Riverside Park there, where the minor league baseball team plays and another stadium there. And, took a little look at the river, sort of calming little walk by the by the banks there. I never really looked at the Kalamazoo River. And then, yeah, I saw a sign there saying about, don't eat the fish. And then it had a map on there with kind of color-coded the sections of the river, which were like red, like don't eat the fish here. Because it just said chemicals. It didn't say what kind of chemicals, but kind of showed some pictures and said how the biologists catch some fish and fillet them. And then instead of eating them, they test them for chemicals. I don't know if it was from that Enbridge oil spill or from other things or a combination, but there was a decent section of the river above a dam and then the red section we were in then and the yellow section for like kind of caution from below the next dam, but kind of depressing if that was your town because maybe that's one of the things, one of the few things, like advantages that Canada has over the U.S. Like growing up Canadian, as you don't think that much about waterways being so polluted that you can't eat the fish. Actually, what am I talking about? Because the Great Lakes, which border both countries, most of them, all the Canadian ones do. So it's not just a Canada problem, but yeah, being from BC, you don't, I don't remember being like too worried or like really worried at all about the contaminant levels in any fish in BC, just didn't really come into your mind. But anyway, I went for breakfast at this place, I believe it was called Juliana's. All right place, but for one, I'm down here 
just with just with Wi-Fi right now. I'm sort of shopping. I'm shopping for a SIM card. I kind of have. Actually, do have an iPhone that doesn't want to charge very well, but it's got a SIM card. But you can only use it when you're either at Wi-Fi, which defeats the purpose of having a SIM card, or if uh, or if you have four bars. So. Even before I went in the place, I checked to see if there was a Wi-Fi network or like, you know, signal. And it said, Juliana's guest. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go in this restaurant. And there's a pretty good selection in there with some notes. <laughs> um, but yeah, they couldn't remember what the Wi-Fi password was. It says guest on the fucking network. <laughs> they couldn't remember what it was. And it's just like... Of course, people don't remember or like realize what it's like to just to actually need Wi-Fi for stuff, um, rather than just having data everywhere. So there was that strike against it, and then I wanted to get some cash down here from an ATM. So they had an ATM there, and I noticed that their fee was only three bucks, which is like I like. And the ATM doesn't work. She's like, "Oh yeah, the ATM doesn't work." just give me the error codes. So two things that didn't work. Um, and then my credit card wouldn't work and I couldn't use the cash because I didn't get any from the ATM. My credit card didn't work and the credit card machine didn't work. Uh, and so it didn't work for my card anyway. So I left my work notebook there. I went into Kalamazoo downtown First, I found some Wi-Fi at a McDonald's. And so I got some notifications, but I noticed that Wi-Fi wasn't really working for anything else. I tried sending some work-related emails with my phone. Didn't work for that. Uh, didn't work for uh, to check the balance of that credit card, because I was like, did I somehow, did I run out of money? Is that why it didn't work? It did say decline, but. Uh, so I got to drive a little further found a parking spot downtown there by some cafes and restaurants and found some Wi-Fi from where I was parked that worked for that stuff and I put more money on, on that credit card so I could take more money out when I do use an ATM and pay the fee so I had to wait for that to process then I went around the corner and I paid $375 to some bank in order to get my US cash monies out. And then I found my way back to the restaurant, even though my offline maps decided to freeze some of the time. <laughs> and uh, found my way back to the restaurant. Actually did a other couple consequential little errands in the middle of that which made the like freezing navigation even more frustrating but anyway these are the these are the trials these are the trials and tribulations and uh, I sh kind of should look into getting just one phone number and data North America wide if this is my career I guess this is what I should be doing but I just really despise the expensive phone bills and I don't want multiple phone bills. You really don't need data when you're down here. It would be nice 
before I got out of Michigan, I felt hungry again. So I'm like, the state next to Michigan is Illinois, and there's really high taxes there, just like high everything. So I'm just trying to avoid spending money there. So there's this place that I couldn't get into because of the capacity, and they even had shut down takeout orders. It's, it's had supposedly legendary burgers in a place called New Buffalo. Um, or wait, is that? Yeah, New Buffalo, Michigan. And I remembered that place from before, so I decided to go back there this time. This time I could get in there. It's a classic old place. So much seating, really big. It's like a massive parking lot up front. And both times I went there, the parking lot's full of people at that place. Um, for some reason, I just can't remember the name of it, but it's in New Buffalo, Michigan. Famous burgers. They have a pretty effective billboard on the highway, and then when you take the exit, that's what got me there. But yeah, I tried the burger, didn't eat the bun. The bun didn't look that great. I usually avoid the bun anyway, but your choice is you can have Velveeta cheese on it, or you can have an eight ounce patty or a five ounce patty. There's some great sports memorabilia in there. Like I was seated at the bar right next to a signed think used uh, Ed Belfour goalie stick uh, which is pretty cool and there's some other great hockey, hockey memorabilia and uh, it's a really charming old place and so I, I would go back the burger was a good it was a decent price like uh, decent price point on it but what was it called is Anna something anyway famous burgers in New Buffalo but wasn't that great though. It wasn't, it wasn't really much to write at home about. They have a bison burger on the menu though. I do want to go back. But yeah, I'm back. Uh, then you, yeah, you go down into the kind of around the horn of uh, Lake Michigan, the one great lake that's all entirely in the U.S. You sort of have to go around the horn and so that's where 90, Interstate 94 and Interstate 80 become the same. And 90 splits off goes through Chicago. But so that's pretty much where it's like a a seamless change of highway, sort of in that really bustling corridor near Chicago around the lake. So took my one highway fork onto Interstate 80 proper. So back on the, the Lincoln Highway, I-80, I'm actually just now seeing on my right the sign for the world's largest truck stop. I have been there before. I haven't slept at that one. Oh yeah, another thing is like, I remembered this other truck stop, a little off the interstate, I think it's called Arlene's Truck Stop in Illinois, and I, was, I remembered that place, so I'm like, that's where I took a $5 shower. And I stopped and had breakfast and a shower there. It's a very modest shower, but a lot cheaper than that. I think they're $13 or something now at uh, Pilot Flying J, or Love's Truck Stops. I'm tempted to stop at this one on the right here. What's the largest truck stop? Iowa 80. But been there, done that. Speaking of that, I actually haven't been down the Lincoln Highway to California, which is where I'm going in a long time. It's been two or three years since I've been down this this highway uh, this far. Of course, it's a huge highway. 
bit. So this morning I woke up in Michigan. I'm heading for Des Moines now. This Honda HRV sort of mini sport utility vehicle. And uh, before that, I was in Toronto at home, and I had about days or so of a time off, which is probably kind of like just enough to recharge your batteries, but I still could have used, used some more time. I picked up the vehicle, and then was out in Scarborough, so it was like a little bit of a train and bus adventure up to Scarborough, picked up the vehicle, brought it to my house, and then I had a whole bunch of errands to do, a whole bunch of stuff to do before leaving including paperwork, back and forth emails, and printing and stuff. Um, paperwork related to this trip and uh, the subsequent trip after it, but also had to take my own personal vehicle out of my neighborhood to the one place in Toronto I know where you can like park a vehicle and it won't get ticketed or anything, because I have to pay 45 bucks a week or so park outside my own house in Toronto, so I more, I get tickets, and sometimes you get a bunch of tickets, and sometimes they ignore the street for months, but I had to do that, didn't even get around to laundry, so I'm a little bit short on socks, I'm thinking of buying some socks on this trip, decided to bring some fishing gear, I brought some reels, and some flies, and some other basics, in case didn't bring a rod though, but I'm considering buying a rod while I'm down here in the west, taking a little bit of time to throw a few casts in. Not 100% sure on that plan yet though. Uh, but yeah, I did actually. I decided the last minute to bring some flies. It's crazy to drive through Wyoming and etc. and not stop and do a little fishing. Seems kind of crazy. Travel-size rod, though. Uh, I'm not, I'll also be driving through New York State. There's a lot of fishing there too. But I really want a travel-size rod. I have snuck rods onto airplanes before, and I think that is what I'm going to try to do now. Not that it's you, you just avoid paying an extra baggage fee for it. That's all. What I'm, I, I don't. I don't mean anything. Doing anything dangerous, but. Um, but yeah. So I was going to leave that night. I got the last piece of paperwork surprisingly at like 8 p.m., but I had a bunch of other things to do. So I actually decided to leave in the morning. So I took like an hour or a couple hours even to walk down, or I actually drove down to Ontario Place, took my seven weight fly rod, and threw a few flies at Ontario Place. It was getting dark time I got there, so like some evening fishing and even some night fishing over there. I think I got like one strike on like a top fly. Um, maybe some rock bass or something, but didn't catch anything. But yeah, this uh, business has been booming in the uh, car forwarding slash driveway world, so my fishing has taken a hit, unfortunately. I started thinking 
thinking about music in my mind too, but yeah, yeah my musical life is taking a hit too, but I guess when the sun shines, you make hay. Alright, I'm going to sign off. You can find me at rambler underscore rogue in the social medias. This is audio only podcast because I had a little troubles starting up a stream at the Iowa rest area I was just at. So we'll figure out a way to integrate all these vlogs and audio only podcasts at some point. And yeah, the sky is darkening here 148 miles or so from Des Moines on the Lincoln Highway heading west. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you down the road.